Ladies and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. to the MetaZen cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 194, Living Without Intention. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Friday and welcome to episode 194, Living Without Intention. In this episode, I want us to talk about a lot of the dangers in living without intention, without being clear about the direction your life is going in and not being clear why you're making a lot of the major decisions that you're making regarding your life on a day-to-day basis. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned because we're going to get it in. We're going to get into it and take it from there. If you are new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really, really do hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's going on? It's the weekend. It's Friday, and I hope you're feeling great. I hope you're feeling confident, and I hope you're feeling encouraged. I hope you're feeling empowered. I hope you're looking forward to the future. I hope you have things to look forward to, and I hope that you're making progress. Anyway, in the first segment, we're going to talk about living reactively. In the second segment, we're going to talk about not knowing what matters. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about majoring in minor things. As always, my intention for these episodes is to be of service, to help others hopefully understand themselves or why they do the, uh, do the things they do a little better, to use my mistakes, my failures, my regrets, you know, a lot of the poor choices that I've made you know, to help spur your curiosity, to help you regain composure, to help you come out of a rut that you're in, to get more creative with your problem solving, however I can help. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode and get to talking about this thing right now in three, two, and one. Let's go. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross said, It is the denial of death that is partially responsible for people living empty, purposeless lives. For when you live as if you'll live forever, it becomes too easy to postpone the things you know that you must do. 
One of the first dangers of living without intention is that you live reactively. You become someone who give, who becomes very good at putting yourself last and putting your passions last. Again, I reference my childhood and just seeing, you know, a lot of the adults in my family, you know, not have things they're passionate about, not have dreams they care about. My dad is maybe one of maybe a couple adults, maybe the only other person I can think of is, you know, my brother-in-law who's, you know, a bit older than me, but as a kid, I saw him working in construction and that seemed like something he was always pretty passionate about. But other than him and my dad, I didn't have any adults in my family that I saw that were passionate about anything like that. But even with my dad, I saw him have to, you know, put music further and further on the back burner. And it just became something that became non-existent in his life. And he kind of had to ignore it to, you know, take care of his family or to prioritize whatever else he needed to do. And as people, I think we do have that, you know, confusion, that dysfunction, that dysfunctional thinking pattern of thinking that we will live forever. So when us living forever, you know, you can put off starting that business. You can put off this opportunity or going back to school or put off this goal when you never really know how much time you have left. And, you know, one thing I've had to come to know about myself that I just don't want to be, I don't want to be someone that is known as a professional bill payer you know, when I transition on, I would rather be someone who scraped and struggled or whatever to figure out his purpose and figure out what he wanted to do and give and be in life than to just to be someone who just followed and followed and went about life the same way millions of other people do. And, you know, it was really nothing special about what I did. I just came here to be a follower, to, you know, just do the same things everybody else do. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my life is supposed to be something different than everybody else's. I think everyone's life is supposed to be something different than everybody else's. But it's hard to access that uniqueness and that individuality when you're being reactive to your life. You know, a lot of being reactive to your life is not knowing how to take responsibility for your life. Another issue I had with growing up, you know, under religion as growing up, you know, Christian growing up, you know, Baptist and all those things from a lot of my experience, and I know this isn't everybody, but in my neck of the woods, in my childhood, from everyone that I saw, you know, religion put people in a position to not be responsible for their lives because if it, because they were always waiting for God himself to come and solve a problem. So, you know, and I always thought that the moment that, you know, a force like religion or something like that could come along and make someone surrender their own problem-solving abilities to change their life into what they wanted to be, that was dangerous to me. Has always been something, a point of contention for me that, you know, just didn't allow me to embrace it fully because, you know, growing up, I, I remember asking my mom, like, you know, can you stop smoking? I hate that you smoke. Like, you can get cancer one day, it can kill you. And, you know, she always say, you know, you got to ask God to come in and do it. And, you know, her saying, saying or telling me to ask God to come in and do it, it let her off the hook. Like, she didn't have to do any work or, you know, she didn't have to get serious or real about not smoking. It was always ask God to take the taste away. No, you do the work and put the damn cigarettes down. Anyway, 
I say this to say that living actively is pretty much when you act life, act like life is just happening to you and happening on your clock, happening on your watch, as opposed to understanding that you have a hand in the life that you're living. You have a hand in the experiences that are coming your way. You know, but if you don't exercise any intention, then you can continue experiencing the mixed bag of experiences and situations and circumstances that come your way as opposed to anchoring down and becoming more intentional. Ian Rand said, the man without a purpose is a man who drifts at the mercy of random feelings or unidentified urges and is capable of any evil because he is totally out of control of his own life. In order to be in control of your life, you have to have a purpose, a productive purpose. I love this quote too. And you know, I must bring this back to my dad because I guess the older I get, the more I have more time to think about all the things that, you know, he spent time teaching us. And one of the things he spent a lot of time teaching us was about intention. A lot of times it was indirect, but, you know, if we're going to do something, always be aware of why. If you're going to do something a certain way, always be clear about why. Use your whole brain. Think it through. Don't ever just do without thinking. Thinking and doing should go hand in hand. Use your whole brain. And I say this to say that another part of living without intention is that you don't have an accurate idea of what matters. You know what I mean? Like these days, I don't hang around as many people because a lot of people don't have any true idea where their life is going. Like you can, and it's not that you can, I want you to predict how tomorrow will go, but you don't have an idea where you want life to go. You don't have an idea of who you want to be. You don't have an idea of what life is going to look like for you in six months or a year from now. And that freaks me out. You know, I know I have issues with control and different things like that that I'm still working on. But in terms of having a sense of purpose, having a sense of integrity, have something that you're living towards, something that you want to contribute, something that you want to bring that is all you and you alone, that is important to me. And I'm only interested in being around people who have a sense of mission and who have that sense of purpose. You know, there's lots of people, many people out here that are just kind of roaming around aimlessly. And it's not the wrong to be lost. Sometimes you got to get lost to get found. I get it. But when you're comfortable being lost, when you're comfortable just living life and just letting the chips fall where they may and stuff like that, that's cool. But I spent enough time around that. And, you know, you get to get older and older and you see how being around that kind of element can, you know, also make you more comfortable in being that way and maybe not taking life as seriously. But I'm 33 now, which means I have seven years left in my 30s and then I'm in my 40s. And, you know, when you're a kid, when you're younger, maybe early 20s, teenager, you think you're going to live forever till time get to going. Coming out as quickly as I came out of my 20s, my 20s came and left. And that showed me. It scared me, but it showed me that life can be here and gone, that life is moving, time is always moving. You can waste your time doing a bunch of stuff or you can make your time mean something. But it's important to be clear about what matters. If you're working a job, why are you working a job? If you're sitting up there going to a job or you've been working at the same job for 10, 20, 30 years, why are you working at this job? Because the way the reason you started working there may not be the same reason now. 
lot of us are just doing things. We're not checking in with ourselves in terms of why we're doing it. We've just rendered ourselves to a system, to a, a, a brand of programming, and we're just running like a hamster on the wheel as opposed to checking in with yourself and what the truth is for you and creating space for that truth to be realized, for the awareness of that truth to grow and change you and guide your life. These days when it comes to making friends or whatever like that, why do you want to be my friend? What does friendship mean to you? How do you define friendship? You know, I know who I'm dealing with. If those questions seem too overwhelming, if they seem invasive or whatever like that, then you're not the kind of friend that I want. But if you're someone that's intrigued by my wanting you to, you know, identify what friendship means to you, to, to define friendship in your own words, then we may have things in common. You know, you it shows me that intention is important to you, that you don't do anything just lightly. You don't take things lightly, you know, that you think things through, that you're a little bit more analytical and that, you know, you want to be more aware of how you make decisions or the decisions you're making. That's important to me. I want to be around people who are prioritizing becoming better problem solvers and decision makers, people who are getting better and better about following their heart and taking risks and doing the things that bring them to life the most. For the past maybe 10 years, I would say one of the things that have definitely rose in the ranks in my life in terms of what matters the most is living a life of purpose. Like it's been a nightmare and it, it, it could be a regret for me to become someone who spends or squanders my youth, you know, surrendering to a program that I'm not fond of. You know, I want to live a life where I can give and be of service to people in a way that's special and divine and spiritual for me. I just don't, I don't want to just lend my services to something, to some plan or somebody else's goals. And it's something that doesn't align with how I see life or how I want the world to be. We have to become aware of what matters so we can know who we need to be to facilitate that change. Suzanne Selfer said, Surely there are others like me, born without an inkling of direction. The wanderers, the amblers, the dabblers, unified by our purposeless mantra, I have no idea what to do with my life. I think what's becoming more and more sad about life is the fact that we have more and more and more children graduating high school and they don't know who they are or what they want to do with their lives. Now, not knowing who they are, that's a given because they're young and they don't, you know, they just have had enough life experience to know better. But I felt like, you know, parents, one of, you know, you should make it your job or set an intention to somewhat learn what your children care about, you know, especially early as you can. Their interests may change here and there, but, you know, as much as they may change, allow them to have a sense of purpose and commitment. So even though their needs may change, what they're interested in may change, allow them to become consistent in something. Allow them to become consistent in a couple of things. So at least while they're figuring life out, they've had things they built skill in, that they built some proficiency in. 
You know, a lot of us, I feel like, you know, we're just out here and we're roaming aimlessly because we don't know what to do with our life. We don't know where to go. You know, a lot of us are taught early that you just need to grow up and get a job and, you know, have kids and stuff like that. Growing up, I was taught that you're lucky if somebody calls you with a job. So if somebody calls you with a job, you take the job. You know, it took me like maybe when I was like 22 or 23 to have people tell me to have, you know, people I knew, friends I knew, people that I knew to tell me that it's a job interview for you as well, for them as well as it is for you, that you don't have to take every job that calls you. Be aware of the decision that you're making and take more charge of the process, you know, because it's your life that's that you're staking on this. Another element of not living with intention or living without intention is that you become someone that becomes great at majoring in minor things. You know, I don't want to be someone that is great at something that I cannot use to make the world better in a way that's meaningful to me. You know, I could probably spend all day making Pepsi bottles for the Pepsi company to ship their soda all over the world. But if that doesn't have any personal meaning for me in terms of how I want to change the world or make the world a better place, I don't need to be there. You know what I mean? If I'm working somewhere, if I'm working in collections, you know what I mean? If I'm working in collections and... You know, I know I'm somebody that struggles with debt a whole lot. I probably owe student loans a whole lot of money. I've seen what debt can do. You know, I've seen debt probably hurt my family, put us out on the street a couple times throughout my life. Then being in a situation where I'm putting other people in that situation, you know, making stressing other people out, asking for their money when I've been in their shoes and I'm currently in their shoes, that's probably not something I need to spend my day-to-day doing. You know what I mean? You have to get clear about what it is you are giving yourself to, what it is you're giving your time to. You know, why it is you report to that job. Because a lot of us are just out here living, just out here existing. Now, like I said, like I say all the time, we're all not going to be millionaires or be the best athlete or be the best actor or the best artist and all those things. But make sure your life is what you want it to be. A lot of us think that our life is just as simple as having a job and having enough to maintain or being able to get a couple pairs of cute shoes or, you know, being able to get being able to get cocktails with friends regularly or go to the movies regularly. Make sure that you are creating a sense of meaning, especially if you have children. We are showing our children all the time. You know what I'm saying? We think it's valuable to show children. Yeah, we I want them to have memories of seeing their dad work and, you know, seeing their dad hold down a job. It's important for them to be able to see that sense of continuity and knowing the value of work. But you can teach them that value of work yourself. They don't have to see you at a job for 20, 30 years to learn the value of work. Especially if they're doing seeing you do something you don't give a shit about. They're seeing you work at this place strictly out of obligation. You know what I mean? I always wished as a kid that, you know, we got to see my father have more fun and explore more of his career with music. It didn't have to be all that he was doing, but I just wish, you know, there was time for him to let more of that in and for us to experience a parent doing something they were very passionate and radiant and energetic about. I really make, I think it makes the difference because if not, we all continue to grow up one after each other and we live life of obligation and desperation, silent desperation and, you know, no 
one's happy, no one's fulfilled. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, y'all know we get down to the nitty gritty and we keep it real. And you know, that's how that's what it's gotta be. That's how it's gotta be if we're gonna grow and grow to trust each other and value each other. So let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that living without intention is setting you up to live reactively. It's setting you up to just take whatever life throws at you. And that can be good and bad. Is you know what I'm saying? Depending on the attitude that you have, you know, that can be good or bad. If it's setting you up to, you know, become more flexible and become more patient with life as it unfolds, that's good. But if it's setting you up to live reactively and to just respond to, I like that, but I don't like that. I don't like that. If it's setting you up to become some chronic complainer, that's not good. Get clear about what your intentions is. What is it? What is it that you hope to get out of making this decision or committing to this thing? Because if you're, you know, this job, what is your intention in working this job? Is it to get more experience so you can get closer to working in the music industry? Is it to get more experience working in finance so when you start your own business, you have a greater idea of how to keep your own books? Is it to, you know, give you time so you can, you know, work your way through school and pay for college? Is it so you can get some experience in a certain industry or in a certain field so you can have more experience and, and it can affect your overall resume? Or are you just working so you can pay bills and maintain? That's cool too. If that's your intention, be aware that it's your intention and be aware and be, you know, make sure that it aligns with the direction your life is going in. You know what I mean? Always be clear about why you're doing the things you're doing. You know, I'm always make it clear each month, set an intention for the, you know, set an intention for each month or if you can each week in terms of who you want to be, how you want to feel, what it is that you want to get accomplished. What is it that you want your life to look like? Because if you don't make these decisions, life will make them for you. Your circumstances will make them for you. If you don't become clear about your intentions for doing the things that you do, then other people will determine your decisions. If you're not clear about why you work where you work or why you're doing what you're doing, then other people will determine your intentions for you. Circumstances will determine your intentions for you. Another thing I want to talk about is, you know, not living with intention sets you up to have lower levels of motivation and ambition because you're doing something that doesn't align with your own core values. And while in my experience, when you live a life that isn't in alignment with your own core values, your own personal values, then you don't feel it's compelled to want to give your best, to give your all. You don't feel it's compelled to want to be there. You don't feel it's compelled to want to go above and beyond to render, you know, more services than what you're paid for. You don't feel it's compelled to want to go the distance. So align yourself with something that will put you in that position or align yourself with an intention that can set you up to still have your core values met as opposed to just going at it blindly and being dissatisfied. You've been unhappy. You've been miserable. And it's because you're living with intention. You're just out here being a wrecking ball, you know, in a china shop and you're not really making the kind of impact that you want to make. 
So get better about understanding why you're making the decisions that you're making because if you don't, you'll continue to sleep through, sleepwalk through your life and you'll wake up one day and you'll be 50 or you'll be 60 and you haven't at all made a dent in the progress that you've wanted to make. You haven't made it a dent in the success that you've wanted to accomplish. And that's real talk because I don't know about y'all, but it seems like everybody's been getting gray hairs earlier and earlier. I know people that are my age that are like 33, 32, that have gray hairs in their beard and, you know, gray hairs in their, in their hair and just, you know, and I don't know if it's from stress, genetics, or just the times are changing or whatever, but... Don't underestimate how time is quickly going, y'all. Like, I feel like I just turned 30 maybe last year, a year before last, and I'm already 33. You know, it's so clear to make the most of your years that you are younger, that you have the most energy, that you have the most creativity, where you feel the spunkies, where you feel most compelled to take risk and do things to set up your life, set up the life for the you that will be 60 or 70 or 80 one day. You have to build the life of that person. They're inside of you. And they may be timid watching you run the controls of the ship because they don't know that they may, you know what I'm saying? They know better, but you don't. They recognize one day they're going to be in charge, but you know, they're gonna be left with whatever you put them with, whatever you left for them. So take your life more seriously. The next letter is R, recognize. Recognize that, you know, when you don't know what matters, then you settle for anything. When you don't know what matters, you get treated any kind of way. People mistreat you. You know, you get betrayed. It's easy to get caught up in other people's agendas. It's, it's easy for your plans to be, you know, blindsided. It's easy for you to just really wreck yourself and wreck your life when you have no idea what matters. You got to get better about checking in with yourself and making sure that the work that you do matters. The friends that you have, they're contributing to you and they might, you know what I'm saying, they remind you that you matter. The relationship being you're in, it reminds you that you matter. The family you're spending time with, they remind you that you matter. They remind you that you're important. They're reminding you that you're special. They are serving your, they are serving an intention one way or another. They are aligned with your intentions. The next letter, or last letter, I should say, is accept. Accept that when you major in minor things, you can wind up bitter and very disappointed. I spent a long time working in recruiting, working in human resources, and I gathered a lot of very useful skills that will be great for me when it comes to the businesses that I'm going to start pretty soon. You know, they, they're going to come in handy with a lot of the plans that I have for my life but I know ultimately it's not something that I want to do long term. I know that it's not something I want to do in terms of climbing to the top of the company or anything like that. And having that kind of awareness, it allows me to be aware of what matters to me. You know, and something that matters to me is having agency over my life, being self-reliant, you know, to have my nine to five be freed up to do whatever it is I want to do, you know, to serve the world or to serve myself however I see fit as opposed to just being a requirement for me to be somewhere, you know. 
A lot of us, we spend a lot of time in the wrong places, at the wrong jobs. We stay places too long. We put ourselves in a lot of the wrong situations and our souls know the truth. We become resentful. We become angry and complain a lot because there's something in us that knows we're making a mistake or we've made a crucial mistake that we may not be able to come back from or we're making a mistake that is going to leave a big gaping hole we can't repair. So you are unsettled with where the way your life is right now because you need to make a change. But you're scared to make a change because this misery that you're experiencing right now in this situation feels comfortable and familiar to you. So, you know, to trade the familiar misery in for new unknown misery is scary. So now our life is about keeping familiar misery, familiar territory, or, or trading it in for something new that we don't know about, that we're going to have to acclimate to, or, you know, taking a risk that can, you know, end in even bigger misery than what you're going through right now. Decisions, decisions, but a lot of people, I've had to release a lot of people from my life because a lot of people were interested in playing small, not playing full out, majoring in minor things, you know, being incredibly interested in other things, including music and modeling, fashion, starting their own businesses, you know, all types of different things, but they wanted to go after something that they could have, you know, the chances are higher they can win at. But the thing is, when you make the decision to go after things that you feel like, you know, you can win at, you're not being challenged. And two, you're not doing, you're not following your path of spiritual alignment. So you're never going to reach your full potential trying to be anybody else other than you. And when you don't choose the things that are destined for you, when you don't choose your passions, when you choose jobs, when you choose people over those divine things, then you are setting yourself up to always have less. You're setting yourself up to always settle. So think about that. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what y'all think about this episode. In the next episode, we're going to talk about living with intention so you don't want to miss that. I want to thank y'all for supporting the Medizine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Intention is definitely something we'll continue to discuss and we'll always discuss because so much of life revolves around intention. Your outcome determines your intention. Intention is involved in the relationship of cause and effect. You know, uh, fruit, uh, seed and the fruit. Uh, you know, the means and the ends. You know, you just got to think about all those things when you do what you do. You know, you have to get more clear about why you do what you do, how you do what you do, how long you've been doing what you do, the way that you do what you do. You know, evaluate those things all the time and never allow anything you do, any intention to rust and harden and to be neglected because one you might have one reason for why you started doing a thing, but, you know, as you've grown, the reason has probably changed. So always come back to that. Anyway, let's do these affirmations before we get out of here. The first one is, all that is possible is possible for me. Again, all that is possible is possible for me. And lastly, I am strong, I am enough, I am wise, and I am tough. One more time. I am strong, I am enough, I am wise, and I am tough. 
Have a good weekend. Have a good day. Be blessed and live with intention. Your life depends on it. Later.